0: What's going on? There's no time to explain. Alien attack!
1: Well, actually that about sums it up.
0: Hello and welcome back to... I was going to say welcome back to Brennan Klein.
1: (laughs) All right. Welcome back to Scream 101 featuring Brennan Klein and... That's
0: me and Sergio. Sergio.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I guess we're starting over again. Hello
0: and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan.
1: And I'm Sergio. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) What more do you want from me? I don't
0: know. I I just... I I was awkward. I messed it up. I'm
1: Sergio, your quirky (laughs) co-host. you're a co-host did you get an email my love someone named carrie net is now following me oh it my be sex in the city
0: okay let's do this for real now hello and welcome back to scream 101 i'm brennan and i'm sergio and welcome to 2018 isn't that crazy it is man. We it's, survived. we survived
1: 2017 no one thought we would Did they? Did they not? I don't know.
0: I didn't. I assumed we wouldn't.
1: Yeah, you know, was dark times, but we're here on the on the sunnier side of things.
0: Yeah, and to to celebrate us surviving another year, um, this whole month is going to be about the best type of horror movie there is, and that is the horror movie parody. (laughs)
1: on one like note though i have been noticing uh coming out of 2017 into 2018 that everybody's like god what a year like what a like it, people have been talking about survival more often than not in like the tweets and the universe and stuff oh, yeah. it's not like we're ringing in the new year we're starting it off right it really was about survival which was odd
0: i mean 2016 was the same way i think everyone's just kind of bitter right now uh huh For understandable reasons, but also... All right, but it's all about Baby New Year. Baby New Year. Yeah, Baby New Year. He's pooping in his diaper. We got to take care of him. It's a real burden and a responsibility. Yeah. Did you make any New Year's resolutions?
1: Any podcast resolutions? Any podcast resolutions? Yeah. Um, That our listeners would care about. Just to make great content for everybody who listens and subscribes Uh and, you know, takes time out of their lives to listen to me speak.
0: Okay, my resolution is going to be to make one episode per day. It's not true. I'm going to break that resolution immediately, like all New Year's resolutions.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: Um, But yeah, so we will be talking about Scary Movie 4, but first, oh man, I'm so excited for this month. Okay, first are 10 word reviews, right? <laughs> yes, of movies we've watched in the past, past, in the past. Yeah, and at the end of 2017. We saw so many movies this week, we so do. we are splitting it up. Um, but how about I start? Okay. You clearly want to. (laughs) I just want to talk about The Greatest Showman some more. Okay. And my 10-word review of that movie is, Beautifully athletic choreography makes it worth sitting through the lies.
1: Okay. That's very gorgeous writing, if I do say so myself. Thank you. My review for The Greatest Showman is, Sometimes you are the greatest show. The greatest shit show. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. That was good, wasn't it? (laughs) I did enjoy that. Yay. All right.
0: Um. And my review of Call Me By Your Name is
1: Sergio. <laughs> no, Brennan, it's Brennan. <laughs> I know, it's so confusing. It's hard to do. <laughs> I can't do it Wait, right. Wait, no.
0: My name's Brennan. Yeah. So but we... you so so you call me Sergio. Uh,
1: who cares? Just, just give me your review. Uh,
0: well, I'm never eating a peach again. Oh, okay. Spoilers, I guess.
1: I thought about including peaches in my reviews. Yeah. Too. Who wouldn't? <laughs> A superior filmmaker lends his... Oh, here's my review. <laughs> a superior filmmaker lends his lens to this inferior film. Okay.
0: Um, that's fine. That's I, eh. I also didn't love it, but it, that just feels like a meaner review than it deserves, but like, you know, it's your... It balances out. Superior,
1: deal. inferior makes it average. It does. Okay, great.
0: Um, My review of uh, The Shape of Water is, who put a monster in my Richard Jenkins movie?
1: Okay. Um, my review for The Shape of Water is my number two, Doug Jones, in my number one 2017 movie. Is your number one movie of the year? Um, no, but that's not important. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it is for, for but, all purposes okay. right now. It's okay. the, my most important. I don't know but if I have a number
0: one. You really liked Shape of Water though, right? I did would really that, like it. Would that it. be in like top five? Uh, it'd already? be
1: top five, definitely. Okay. Um, um, I think my number one might be Lady Bird. That was such a good movie. It was really good. Um, Shape of Water's up there. What about Baby Driver? Baby Driver was good, too. I don't know. if It was a great movie. Uh-huh. It's like my Mad Max of, like, you know, 2017.
0: So number one forever?
1: Number one in terms of, like, just everything was really well thought out and good. Uh-huh. And, like, a fun time was had by all. Okay. Yeah, that's... But it didn't elevate the genre like Lady Bird did. Lady Bird was a psalm to Sacramento. And if you're from California, you know how precious that is to me.
0: What just California in general?
1: Yeah, everybody from California knows how precious California is to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: you you run up to everyone who's in California and shake their hand and say yes. hi. I'm Sergio. Yes. Have you heard about Cali- Have you heard <laughs> the good news? We're in California. Have <laughs> <laughs> you heard the good word
1: yeah. about Lady California? She has a new movie about her. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go anyway, ahead, Brennan.
0: um, well, this is the beginning of a new month, so this is the part where we talk a little bit about our previous experience with the genre. Have you seen any scary parodies before, like parodies of horror movies? Was it a question? Yeah, there was a question mark at the end. (laughs) My voice inflection rose slightly to indicate a question. Um, The interrogative.
1: What? I have seen horror movies. Horror parodies. (laughs)
0: Okay. How many scary movies have you seen?
1: You mean like.
0: Like, sorry, the scary movie franchise, which we are talking about uh,
1: today. I've seen four.
0: Okay, so you never saw the one with Lindsay Lohan. No, I never saw the fifth one. I okay. thought about
1: it, but then it just seemed terrible.
0: Yeah, and it was so far after the point that anyone cared about scary movies. Yeah, it was
1: like Anna Ferris or Bust for me.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'd am i be interested in how that movie even worked, because it had none of the elements that make the scary movie franchise the scary movie franchise. Yep. Which, honestly, maybe that means it's a masterpiece, because not a big fan of these ones. <laughs> um, you liked three and four. I liked maybe. three. We'll talk about four. Um,
1: you never saw one in two.
0: We'll talk about that in one sec. I did want to talk about other horror parodies I've seen. Okay. Uh, I saw student bodies, which is a slasher parody as well as uh pandemonium, which is another slasher parody. That one has Carol Kane in it. And that mm-hmm. one, not great. None of, no, I feel like most parody movies aren't great. Obviously airplane is one of the best comedy movies of all time, but it is a fluke in this world of parodies, subpar, parodies what and about also, uh, meet the spartans okay no that i mean that's terrible what about vampire suck i mean no they're not good we know this what about uh, hero movie super th- wasn't it a superhero movie whatever did you ever see date movie no no me neither you <laughs> know what not another teen movie that one's pretty good that one's fun that one actually like is genuinely a parody of the genre and not just a bunch of random pop culture references thrown uh-huh. together um and Chris Evans takes his clothes off at one point. <laughs> um but yeah, so what I'm trying to say is there there is a difference between like classical parody and like what's the post-scary movie parody movies became. Mhm. Like not all parodies are epic movie or like that that type or dance flick. Like that type Dang. of Remember? That's some deep cuts. I know some stuff.
1: Um did you research this or is this all you remember?
0: No, i just i had a friend who loved watching these movies literally i have um i'm kind of a hoarder with uh like papers and things so i in my room i literally have an invitation to his like 16th birthday party to watch meet the spartans <laughs> and it's like written on his invitation like it was the main point of the party so Come i s- for my
1: birthday stay for meet the spartans yeah
0: i saw a lot of these disaster movie all that stuff
1: was there like an itinerary that led up to meet the Spartans? First, we will like pay <laughs> homage to Hera and the Earth or no, whatever. Oh, okay. No, not really. Hearth. Um, anyway, so I no the what the
0: what what you think of when you think of a parody movie, th- these days is probably based on what the scary movie franchise did to parodies, which was. Oh, it made it like a bunch of like a bunch of random pop culture references and not really jokes. Mm-hmm. And the poster has like 80 different wacky characters on the cover and Carmen is yeah. in all of them. And that's just honestly, that's a lot of the ones that we're going to be doing um, this time around. But like I'm aware there are other parodies like Top Secret is a really good one. Um, the Naked Gun Spaceballs. Uh, yeah, Mel Brooks does a lot of parodies. I, I saw Spaceballs when I was, like, three. So I never I,
1: saw it, but I've heard good things. Yeah, so, 80s fans, let us know if it's good.
0: Yeah, so he, like, you know, Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. Like, there are good parodies out there, and I wanted to do Young Frankenstein this month to prove that point, but I could not find it in an easily accessible format, so I assume Matt is going to lend it to me now that I've said this. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I want to say that I'm aware there are good parodies. The ones we're doing are going to be the bad ones. And I don't want people to think that's like how all parodies are. Uh Um, But I just really wanted to like catch up with my roots, you know? Okay. Um, And also, I've had very little experience with the Scary Movie franchise. I tried to watch the first one and it was so bad
1: yeah the first one's the worst one by my POV
0: that makes sense i turned it off after 20 minutes also cuz it was a direct parody of the plot of scream which is already a satire and it's like you just don't get it
1: <laughs> super meta yeah and
0: not even um it was just so bad and it's weed jokes and it's like why is this why is this it's not a scary movie parody it is a delivery mechanism for weed jokes and it's like that's just not anything
1: that was really big in the early 2000s though Yeah. Remember the movie How High? No. We had Method Man and Red Man and made stars of them. Okay. Never heard of it. Okay. Well, I'll make you watch it. I know Red Man
0: because he was in Seed
1: of Chucky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're going to watch How High, so get ready for that. Okay. Great.
0: Not this month for the podcast, but at some point. It'll be... Watch it in our 10-word review segment. Okay. Yes. Um... But yeah, so, but recently, a couple months ago, we sat down to watch Scary Movie 3, because I don't know, we just had a weird time, and we were at the video store, the one that's still alive in Long Beach, and we were looking at that, and we're like, why don't we do this? And I looked up who directed it, and it was directed by David Zucker, who is one of the directors on Airplane, which is one of my favorite movies ever, Mm -hmm. and I'm aware that his modern comedies are not great, Mm -hmm. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to give scary movie a chance because of David Zucker. Mm-hmm. And I actually really had a good time
1: with that one. It was my favorite of the four that I've seen.
0: Uh-huh. And so I was ready because he also directed this one. So I was like, I'll give this one a shot as well. Um, and
1: how did you feel? How do you feel? Well, or we're going to talk about that. Right yeah.
0: Now. As always, we rate movies on scariness, campiness, FX and quality. And that is going to be, these are going to be weird categories for this month in particular. <laughs> um, scaring is one,
1: you know. No. Well, we don't talk
0: about that. We um, were
1: never scared at any one point during this movie. Were you? <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think about it though. Sometimes they can be scary. Sometimes there's jump scares in these movies.
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes because of if if they parody a scene effectively, uh huh, it still can be a scare. Uh huh. Like there was a grudge esque scene where there like there was. Creepy hair showing up in the corner. Yeah, that was kind of scary. I
1: guess, Mm-hmm. like cousin it growing out of the ceiling.
0: Yeah, basically. Um, oh, I was man. also
1: freaked out by one of the Grudge ask moments, thinking like, "God, that is just a freaky thing." Because in the Grudge, there's a hand that comes out of her head. Yeah, and it's like in lost. the shower. Uh huh. And I was like, "Oh crap, that is scary." And I was like, "It's gonna be scary," but then it wasn't. It just did no. her things.
0: Yeah, that just uh, yeah, it was like, "Oh, it's gonna shave her armpit." I don't know. It was really weird. <laughs> um, but that did remind remind me of how the grudge is scary Mm -hmm. so i guess that was mildly
1: effective (laughs) maybe i don't know yeah i don't i don't see the thing is i don't know who the prime audience for these movies are like is it people trying to get scared is it people coming to the theaters just to get high and to enjoy life Uh uh-huh who is it brennan because if it's the former then maybe you know that was scary like the idea of the grudge
0: I don't know. I, I I do think the most interesting thing about this movie is the way that it combines mid two thousands horror because horror was definitely in a transitional period. Mm-hmm. And this came out in like what two thousand five or something.
1: About probably.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of MySpace jokes and R Kelly gag. It's like very two thousand five.
1: I, mean, I think it's later than that because there was a Brokeback Mountain joke.
0: Yeah, there was. Let me a movie for I would not research it, this before. I di- I did, but I forgot because it's two thousand six. Two thousand six. See, that's still mid two thousands. Like, because horror was in this transitional time. So, like, the horror movies it was pulling from it wasn't like Scream. And I know what you did last summer. It was like Saw, War of the Worlds, Village, The Village, and The Grudge. Which uh-huh. is just four totally different movies Uh and it was really interesting to see how they tried to smash them together and actually thought that plot was actually semi-effective in like creating a coherent plot out of those four movies put together Uh um i was like good job it it didn't like (laughs) it it didn't blow you away but it did okay yeah like it was not the worst way to do that impossible task Mm -hmm. and also War of the Worlds being one of the bigger horror movies of the that air time period is just one of the weirdest concepts that, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. It's like they could have picked an actual horror movie.
1: You're right, but, I mean, it was pretty successful, so I think they were just trying to bat, you know, bank off of that, yeah. you know, piggyback.
0: And it was. I remember, It was intense. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, like, Jurassic Park is scary, but I wouldn't call it a horror movie.
1: You're right, but at the same time, like, you want to get the most bang for your buck for this movie you're making. I guess and, so. And, like, for Scream th- I mean, yeah, Scary Movie 3, they decided to do it off The Ring, which was really big at the time. Yeah, but that's a horror movie. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, this is it's just... Yeah, yeah. fine. Okay. Um, What's your campiness
0: slash funniness score for this movie?
1: I gave it three. Right you gave it three? Yeah, it was a little... It was funny enough to keep me entertained. Um, some of the jokes, I would say, ran a little thin. Like, you Ooh. know, they started to lose their potency by the middle or middle end of the movie. Uh-huh. Um, and then some parts were just offensive. And I was like, hey, it was 2006. It was a different time.
0: Really? Not that. Di- it was 11 years ago.
1: So different. Not that different. Different. Like. Laws have changed since then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that is true. Um,
0: I, I would agree that there were moments that I actually chuckled at and I was like, oh, this is just like silly and mm-hmm. you definitely have to turn your brain off but I enjoyed it. I, mm. I, I am going to stick with giving it a two out of five. But
1: all the physical humor merits it a three, wouldn't you say?
0: I did enjoy most of the physical humor because I have a lizard brain. <laughs> <laughs> like, the 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 um the little girl Dakota Fanning character keeps getting just destroyed <laughs> by things and it's actually pretty funny yeah
1: wasn't that your favorite thing working for the Simpsons too though was all the physical humor that the Simpsons had you guys would ju- you would love it
0: I think Matt was more into the physical humor probably oh. um I don't know I'm not against physical humor oh well, Matt totally is though because he loves the Three Stooges and that's all they are oh I not not he- not to diminish the Three Stooges but they're a very physical comedy troupe
1: uh huh. I seem to remember that you found it all funny, all the physical okay. humor of this okay. movie funny. Anyway, particularly when it affected Millhouse.
0: I mean, yeah, Millhouse is great. <laughs> all right. No, there is a lot of really offensive stuff in this movie. There is multiple terrible offensive Asian stereotypes. Oh yeah, that was that's sad. There's Chris Elliott like doing some weird, like mentally challenged character. There's a very. Oh, that was
1: from the village though. Was
0: that really a character in the village? Yeah. Okay. Well, M. Night Shyamalan, coming yeah. for you. Um, mm-hmm. There is th- a really... Th- there's a Michael Jackson joke that's in poor taste. But, again, this is like, before he died, so... Yeah, no, like, that was that was definitely part of the zeitgeist. Everyone mm-hmm. was making Michael
1: Jackson jokes. Yeah, I remember porn. being so... Well, no, I can't say anything. Go ahead.
0: No, it, it was just like, uh, okay... And there was also, like, the the way that this movie was a post-9-11 movie was very present and very interesting. Because uh-huh. Scary Movie 3, I don't recall being quite so 9-11-y. Yeah. Um, which is weird because it came out, like, two years before. But mm-hmm. maybe the world wasn't ready to talk about it. Probably. But, like, Leslie Nielsen plays the president in this movie, and there is a direct analog to the like him reading a children's book and finding out that, like, the aliens are coming... And there's a lot of direct 9-11 analogs, which, I mean, were present in War of the World, so I guess that's why they were here as uh-huh. well. But that requires a bit of reading into the movie that I don't think the scary movie writers were, like, doing. I don't know. I, th- I found that really interesting. mm mm-hmm. Again, in Poor Taste, like, there's a joke about how, the- how all the machines don't work, and then there's this terrorist with, like, a bomb vest, and his machine doesn't work, and he's like, oh. And it's just like, why was that here? That's not funny. It's mm. just like, I don't know.
1: No, I mean, that's a fair point to make that there are things that we see now through the lens of 2017 that, like, when we saw them, they were probably a lot. Like, when the first audiences saw this movie, they were like, oh, God, this is something that we need to, you know, cool our jets with. I, don't I know. guess
0: so. And there were also some gay jokes where the joke is, gay people exist. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I don't get it. <laughs> Like, I mean, there was a joke I think I was amused by in that, like, in the village, the, like, super crazy religious Footloose-esque priest guy, he was mad that they were interrupting the, like, civil partnership of these two. Yeah, the domestic partnership of these two people in their Mm -hmm. village. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's that's nice. (laughs) I mean, I do think the joke is, oh, no, gay people. Uh But it was kind of, the way I chose to receive it was that, like, it's funny because this little town full of like really conservative religious values, it's unusual that that would be happening.
1: I think it could be both. Yeah.
0: Um, anyway, I did laugh sometimes. You did laugh. You laughed quite a bit. I did laugh. Um, let me see. Molly Shannon was in this movie for a season. She's great. She's always great. Mm-hmm. Oh, She was so good in this one. Um, let me see. There were... There were some airplane-esque dialogue jokes that I really liked. Such as? Um, there was, because Anna Ferris is like, oh, I saw a face. And then the guy that's playing the Tom Cruise character is like, did it have a nose? And she's like, yes. And he's like, <laughs> that sounds like a face. <laughs> and, that was good. Yeah. And then um, there was another one. Oh, she was like, oh, I blame myself. And he's like, as well you should. <laughs> <laughs> and just like little moments like that where there's little flashes of what Zucker is capable of mm-hmm. or was capable of. Anyway, what made you laugh? I'm just yammering on.
1: No, um what made me laugh? Uh I already touched on the physical thing. Like, uh-huh. that was pretty much what you know got my goat. I did like identifying all the weird 2006 references that like, and explaining them to you. Like, I was like, oh, this is Shaq. And the reason I do why- know who Shaq is. Yeah, but did you know that he was bad at free throws? I did not. See, I had to explain that to you. I had to explain who Dr. Phil was to I you. I know who Dr.
0: Phil is. <laughs> don't, don't slander me on this podcast.
1: Um, what else did I have to explain to you? Um, well, Brokeback Mountain, you knew. Of course. Uh, I did see that movie way later than The Rest of the World, but I've seen it. Um, what else was there? The U.N.? I explained the U.N. to you and how that works. Oh, my God. Okay. Just things that were so 2006, you know? Look, I had to point out that they were doing a George
0: Bush reading the children's story joke. I'm aware so... of
1: that. I saw Fahrenheit 9-11, Brennan. Did you? Fahrenheit 9-11. Is that the book? or it No. It's Yeah. Okay, yeah. 9 is Michael Moore. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Okay.
0: Um. Fine. L- let me see. One, one more bad thing about it is that they kind of waste Leslie Nielsen or at least he's coasting like his material is not funny in this movie mm-hmm. and then there's a extended joke about just him being naked and people wanting to throw up and it's like just not funny oh there's also a really long gag about Tom Cruise jumping on Oprah's couch that does not work and that's the whole end of the movie it, it feels like it's five minutes long well, I was
1: asleep by that point there was one joke that really didn't work and I don't remember what it was I felt involved with the president. Like it was a weird kind of cutaway.
0: Uh probably.
1: I think it was the UN joke. That was like when he got all naked. Yeah. I think that was my issue, but it might not be that, but I feel like that was what it was.
0: I don't know. I wish I remembered. <laughs> I wish I
1: remembered. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Brian. Keep going. Um, Keep segueing. Okay.
0: So also this movie wastes Simon Rex. Who is I don't it? think they waste him. I think so because he's I like him. I think he's funny.
1: I loved that scene again. Funny physical humor.
0: Yeah. No. Well, let's talk about it. Um, Simon Rex appeared in Scary Movie Three as Charlie Sheen's brother. Uh huh. Um, and that
1: sensation White Master B or something.
0: Oh. Oh yeah. Oh man. I just I love Simon Rex because he's the weirdest guy. Because he went on to actually be a white rapper named Dirt Nasty. And Kesha did a song with him, like really? in two thousand nine.
1: I did not know that. Um,
0: yeah, it's called Miami Nights, and it's terrible. <laughs> but I think you played it for me. Oh yeah, I totally have. But also, he went on to be a, a porn star for a minute. Um, was it a Wasn't think that he was, how he started off? I think he was kind of simultaneously doing these movies in porn, which is about the same production level
1: that. Are you sure he didn't do it before he did porn? I mean, sorry. Are you sure he didn't do porn before he did movies? Because that's generally how it goes. That
0: no, I I think his thing is it was either simultaneously or after. I'm pretty sure. All right. Um, but let me let me ch- let me see what's up.
1: All right. So can I talk a little bit about that scene while you're at it? Please do. That scene's great. All right. So spoiler alert. There's a scene that basically mentions why Simon Rex isn't in this movie more prominently. It's because he dies in this one scene. And he dies in the scene when Cindy is apparently going to be a boxer. Because uh, she's a boxer, and she's fighting, basically, Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. That's a weird joke. Was that something that was more prevalent in 2006? I mean, it was, you know, Midnight or Million Dollar Baby. Oh, was it? Yeah.
0: Oh, I've never seen that you movie. You never saw that movie? No. Oh, well. Okay.
1: So something That makes happened. more sense. Okay. Someone in that movie has their neck snapped. Oh, um, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I,
0: I had no idea. And I was like, what's yeah.
1: happening in this scene? Yeah. um, I thought you'd see. Okay. So I feel no. So okay. Shady. I feel like
0: an idiot. Okay.
1: Uh, so um, someone in that movie has their neck snapped. And this one was just making fun of that because everybody gets their neck snapped. That I really <laughs> did. That scene was,
0: maybe it's less surreal now that I know that it's a reference. Uh-huh. But I found that scene very strange and funny. Yeah.
1: And then, of course, Mike Tyson's biting off ears because that's what he's known for.
0: Yes. Okay. Oh, Simon Rex was in Scary Movie 5. Another reason to watch Scary Movie 5.
1: I'm interested in seeing it because Ashley Tisdale's in it. and Oh, yeah. I want to see the movie that killed her career.
0: <laughs> I'm sure a lot of things killed her career.
1: Yeah, her music career. Yeah.
0: Her career. And it does look like Simon Rex did his porn time before. Yeah,
1: that's and the way it is.
0: Yeah, okay. So I apologize. Um, he was in the LMFAO Sexy and I Know It music video as Guy on Bicycle.
1: Oh, I thought it was going to be like, Guy, who knows it? Um,
0: um, but... His his, his first roles were in Young, Hard, and Solo Number Two and Number Three. So good for him.
1: Those were the. Keep going. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, because I was gonna start talking, but then I ruined I it. Didn't wa- no, I didn't want to like spill the tea. Okay,
0: you mean that you've seen it?
1: No, I think you showed it to me. I did. I've seen. <laughs> Because you find because he's like supposed to be watching himself do it. No,
0: it's OK. No, uh, we're now reviewing a porn video, I guess. And I apologize. All, right, all um, the children need if to they're, be out of the yeah, room. You shouldn't Exit listen left. to this podcast with children, but um, definitely not right now.
1: Exit stage left, children.
0: It's not going to get super ribbled. It is a solo video. And I assume you know what that means. And I only watched it because I wanted to see what Simon Rex was up to.
1: Yeah, you tend to watch porn for humor.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's hilarious. Like, um, well, I don't know. I watch it for educational purposes. Yeah. Seriously, th- like, I watched Wes Craven's porno movie because, you know, I watched. You
1: took notes for that one, didn't you?
0: I did. I reviewed it on my oh, blog. Okay, that's why. Yeah. Um, but that's because I wa- watch every movie that Wes Craven made. And I watched uh, the, the dude from Fright Night went on to do porn. And I watched a clip of that just because it's, like, interesting. Anyway. What's the dude from Fright Night. Uh,. Evil Ed. Oh yeah, no, 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 no one's kid. interested in that. No one is interested. But I wanted to see I just wanted to see what the world is like for these people. Uh huh. But so anyway, so Simon Rex is doing a solo video and his solo performance um is his engine is supposedly revved by watching the tape of Young Harden Solo One. So it's <laughs> a it is a very meta project of him watching like his predecessors uh-huh. in while starring in the sequel it's mm-hmm. very it's it's very scream 2-esque <laughs> <laughs> um Just anyway preparing
1: him for his role in scary movie
0: basically anyway it was it's so interesting and weird mm-hmm. um and that's definitely uh what everyone got out of that video i'm sure mm-hmm. was those h- interesting humorous metatextual asides and not anything else okay so here um, we are What's your uh, FX score?
1: FX? Oh, the CGI was terrible too.
0: I'm giving it a two as well.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing really. Really, I was expecting the bulk of the conversation
0: to be on the campiness thing, and I was proved right.
1: Uh huh. We went on a tangent there, though.
0: <laughs> I mean, I was. It was great. It was mm-hmm.
1: fun. Um. Yeah, there wasn't much FX. Uh, everything was pretty. Pretty simple. The only effects I would think are the monsters.
0: You like the big alien tripods. Uh, and those are terrible. Yeah, they were. I
1: liked the big alien iPod, though. God, Kill that was such humans. a lame joke. Kill all
0: humans. That was such a lame joke. It was
1: a lame joke, but, like, are there iPods anymore?
0: I don't think so, actually. Like, would
1: kids be able to recognize that symbol that I have not seen since I last had an iPod? I know, the little rolly
0: disc of, uh, oh, that was, it took me back.
1: Memories, man.
0: I know. So what's your overall quality score for this movie?
1: My overall quality score? Uh-huh. Oh, I give it a 3. Okay. Um, Maybe I fe- a 2.5.
0: Yeah, I feel that, but I landed on 2 as well. Okay. I would give Scary Movie 3 a 3, for sure. I give that one a 4. Really? Yeah. Okay. But we're not reviewing that one. I wish we were.
1: We're reviewing this one. Okay. Um, And the reasons why, is just, you know, it wasn't as good as the third one. The third one's my favorite. Uh, What else can I say about this movie? I don't know if uh, they thought this one out as thoroughly as they did the third one. If they did a good job of meshing the films together, no, to me there's a really big separation between uh, the part where they're in War of the Worlds and then they join the village.
0: Yeah, those are very different. Although I I think they combine War of the Worlds and Saw pretty well.
1: I think they do that one okay, Um, but like I was, you know, falling asleep throughout this movie. Like I was probably half asleep through most of it. And so I was confused as to why they were in the village at all. Uh, I
0: mean, I saw all of it, and I was confused. So Yeah,
1: I was like, oh, okay, it's that one guy's dad. That's right. It was, I was like, "Who's oh, dad yeah, is it, was, it?
0: It was the, the, the dad of Toshio, the ghost child. Yeah. It was a whole thing.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Uh-huh. Can um, we speak a little bit about Toshio, though, and how he spoke Japanese? Oh, God. That, another
0: offensive joke. Look, it's impossible to list every offensive joke in this movie. Yeah. That I don't even want to talk about it. That was so bad. That
1: was very terrible.
0: Um, But yeah. So what was I feel like I was going to say something else, but it's gone. Oh, no. The cast is great. Look, Anna Faris, always funny. Yeah. She does a great job in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like she makes you laugh even when there is no laugh worthy material. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was fine.
1: That's the extent of the cast. <laughs> Let's talk about the cast on affairs. Okay. Of um,
0: Bill, uh, Bill Pullman was in it. Who's he? Uh, he's the president in the independence day movies. Oh, Okay. He was, uh, he was in West Craven serpent in the rainbow. Um, but who was he in the movie? He was the dad who was in charge of the village. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think he was okay. He was pretty funny.
1: Regina Hall. Yeah. Brenda. Regina Hall's great. She's always
0: great. um, that w- one weird
1: guy. Um, oh, the kid. Michael Madsen. Oh yeah, uh, the guy who's in Kill Bill. He plays Bud. Yes, I believe
0: that was him, right? In the yeah. basement.
1: Basement. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like he played the like spooky survivalist character. Mm-hmm. That went nowhere. Um, one performer who is not funny is Doctor Phil. He's not an actor.
1: Whatever. He did his best. He never
0: claimed to be, but he is very bad.
1: Who did I like? I liked who was the kid?
0: The, the the boy kid or the girl kid? The boy kid. Okay. He oh shoot. Uh let me Bo
1: Murchoff, Yeah, Bo Murchoff was good. Was he though, or was he just cute? He was just pretty. Okay, yeah. Anyway. And so, he's a year older than me, everybody, so you know. Yeah,
0: it's an age appropriate crush. It is. If anything, he's preying on you yeah Go
1: um, ahead.
0: anyway i think that's about it i think these this episode did not turn out to be short but we did talk about simon rex's porn video for a while <laughs> um but i think these episodes might be a little shorter than normal because there's not a lot of like meat to dig into
1: there's no real horror in it like no
0: i'm just i'm i was just excited <laughs> but th- i knocked something over i
1: think it was a remote
0: yeah I was just like really excited by this idea and I'm excited to r- revisit these movies and to visit for the first time these movies cuz I think two of the ones I have scheduled I have seen but I hadn't seen this one or one of the other ones we're watching. Okay. So like I'm kind of I'm just this really is a walk down memory le- memory lane for me like Yay. to junior high times. <laughs> <laughs> um are you excited about this month? Did you have a good time?
1: Um, I had a good time for this one. I'm excited. Like, the one thing about these movies that's fun is the fact that you can, like, just kind of disconnect your brain from them. Yeah. And, like, just enjoy the dumbness of them. And so I'm excited for that aspect uh, of it. I
0: do think we needed that. It's It's been a year. Uh-huh. <laughs> we needed a break.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's start off 2018 with laughter. Yeah, exactly. Um... Am I expecting to get a lot out of it? I don't think so. I don't think like I'm gonna come out of it evolved. Um, uh-huh. When I when we finished our first month ever, which was Vampire Month, I did leave that one a little bit like, oh okay, these characters are a thing. Like they are a symbol for all that crap you told me about. Uh-huh. Um, and so all oh, that enlightenment you gave me. Uh, so I'm not expecting to get that same uh, experience with this. But you know, I'm expecting to enjoy it a little bit more.
0: Yeah, and honestly, like, I I do think that something something that I did notice in this one is that, like, these parody movies are this kind of, like, raw, unfiltered access to, like, this little time capsule of the pop culture and political ideals of the day. Uh Uh-huh. Like, it's not on purpose, but the jokes that they make are very topical. And, like, like, all that nine eleven stuff and MySpace and iPods. And mm-hmm. it, it's partially a time capsule and, par- like, and partially just a snapshot of the, like, social consciousness. is every movie, though? I mean, yeah. But, like, um, most- I think
1: these movies rely on it just a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Like, most movies make an effort to be timeless. Mm-hmm. But these ones do not. They are very topical and very anchored in their specific time. Okay. And that's very interesting. Okay. And I think that's an
1: intellectual thing we can get out of it. <laughs> all right. Um. What? How old is the oldest when we were watching? Like, what year is it from?
0: Um. Let me double check because most of them are from this, like, two thousand to twenty twelve or two thousand eight, probably. Mm. Um, j- that version of what a parody is.
1: Okay, so they should all ideally have really topical humor. We'll expect a lot of, you know, Harry Potter stuff happening.
0: Uh, but I will say, our final movie of the month is from 1990. Ooh, so,
1: my birth year.
0: We're we're getting a classic in there. All
1: right, good. Um, But yeah, do you
0: want to know what we're watching next week? Sure. Next week, we are watching another Simon Rex vehicle. Okay. It is Shriek If You Know What I Did last Friday the 13th. Cool.
1: And what year did this
0: one come out? Uh, that one's 2000, I believe. I think it came out the same year as Scary Movie. All right. And in my mind, is infinitely superior to Scary Movie. I actually I have seen this one. Okay.
1: Have you? No. Okay. I'm excited. I think we're we're switching off who has seen what. All right. Because I think Scary Movie, like correct me if I'm wrong, was a far more successful feature. Oh, for sure. It drowned out all their noise. Noise being this movie. But look, I have seen
0: Shriek all the way through, and Scary Movie I could not stomach. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if you agree with me. All right. It's not great. But, well, no one said it was. No, but Simon Rex is in it. Uh-huh. I love him. Okay. Um. Anyway, if you want to contact us, if you want to make fun of us for our topic of choice this month. Mm-hmm. Please uh, do. Yeah. Please or join like, in on the laughs. Or like morally shame us for having seen porn, I guess. Um, feel free to do that.
1: I feel like the listeners of this podcast have all seen porn.
0: We're aware that it exists. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of horror movies are porn. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, You can tweet at us at Scream101Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Scream101Podcast. Yeah, we're all grown-ups here. Um, you can email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. You can uh, find us on iTunes. Please subscribe, rate, and review us. Uh, this month is going to get buck wild. I don't know what's going to happen
1: this month. We're letting loose. It's our spring break. Yes.
0: And as always, our theme song is A Beat for You by Pseudo Echo. Before
1: we go, okay, what horror movies are you looking forward to this month?
0: This month or this year? This but month. Can we do the year? Because yeah. I only know one that's coming out this month. Insidious 4? Yeah, Insidious 4.
1: Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I am. I, I've I've liked
0: two of the Insidious movies.
1: I like the thing that they're doing with the key in the neck. That is pretty cool. It is really cool.
0: I, I hope they keep that audio effect of her scream kind of getting muffled. I don't know if that's uh, just a trick from the trailer or not. Uh huh. But I will say, do you want to know? I, I'll give you three movies I'm excited about this year.
1: All right, can I guess? Okay. Mermaids.
0: That came out already last year, this year.
1: Um, okay, I give up.
0: Wow. Okay, A Quiet Place? Okay, yeah. So John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Do
1: you remember my dream I had? Yes. Is that <laughs> not something
0: we need to share on the podcast, I don't think? Just okay. a random dream that you had? Okay, okay.
1: Wasn't there, like, a chicken or something? It was cats. Oh, okay, it was cats. I dreamt that, because there was monsters. They're hiding from the monsters, and that's why they have to be quiet. Uh-huh. And I just dreamt that they were small people hiding from regular-sized cats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would watch that movie. Um, <laughs> Mamma Mia 2, I'm excited That's not about. horror! It, it's going to be a horror show. Okay. Um And uh, Fifty Shades Freed. Okay. Because that, that, that's another, speaking of horror shows, it's going to be So crazy. you're only really
1: looking forward to A Quiet Place and two... Two uh, glitzy, terrible movies. Yeah. Because
0: I love that so much. You do.
1: Anyway, are you looking forward to anything in 2018? In 2018, I'm looking forward to... What comes out this year? I don't even really know. I like Avengers and Black Beasts. Panther,
0: Fantastic Beast 2 probably. I'm looking
1: forward to that one then. I like Incredibles the... 2? Oh, yes, Jack-Jack. We're going to see Jack-Jack's Attacks. Yes. And also a Fantastic Beast, because that one guy gets to wear all those cool outfits.
0: Eddie Redmayne. Yes. Yes.
1: I like his little outfits.
0: Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, good luck on your journey. Stay gold, everybody. Bye. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart.
1: Hello there, I'm Uncle Pony Boy. Do you like suspense? Don't go in there. Buckets of blood and human excrement.
0: Pour upon me.
1: Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle. Let me them. Um... And radical hairstyles.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Then you should check out the Gore Gab podcast, hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill. Hello. You can find us on the iTunes Podcast Store and on Twitter at Gorgab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's a podcast for the weird at heart.